Welcome to Homeschool Your Way, the upbeat, open-minded podcast that informs and affirms your choices about your kids' education. We'll provide a buffet of ideas to inspire you to homeschool your way, because your way is the best way. All of the content on the Homeschool Your Way podcast is provided for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical or legal advice. The views expressed by the hosts or guests of the show are not necessarily endorsed by Bookshark. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Homeschool Your Way. We're so glad that you are here. We are honored to be part of your headspace today. Thank you for listening. My name is Jimena and this is Dee Dee. And we're also known as Chips and Salsa, and we're from Chips and Salsa Homeschooling. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about something that has challenged us in our homeschool journey, and but something that we strive to have, and that is a growth mindset. So what's a growth mindset? Well, we're going to discuss this in detail in this episode, but before we do, let's take some time to chat about how we've taken care of ourselves this week. So, Dee Dee. How, what has been your self-care go-to this week? Well, the sunsets were so beautiful yeah. all week, even with no clouds in the sky. I know, and they were. Usually I'm in the kitchen right about, you know, sunset and looking at the sunset through my very ugly windows. <laughs> and you have a great view, though. It is. And so I want to enjoy the view in real life. So I actually went outside several times this last week and enjoyed the sunset, and it was fantastic. I bet. Oh, I love a good sunset. Well, I don't, I mean, I don't know how self-care this really is, but it's been fun. You know, I love The Crown, that series on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I just love everything about it. I love the music, the cinematography, the acting. I love the historical content, and my daughter loves history, so... I invited her to rewatch the whole thing with me again because I just finished the last season that came out and I was kind of like, oh, I, I want to keep watching it. <laughs> so um, I think it's a fun little thing to do with my teen. I, I love that kind of thing. Awesome. Well, we love hearing from our listeners as well. Please visit us at bookshark.com slash podcast and share your self-care tip. We'd love to feature you on a future episode. Okay, so what is a growth mindset? Well, Dr. Carol Dweck, a Stanford psychologist, believes that there are two basic mindsets that shape our lives. One is a fixed mindset and the other is a growth mindset. These quote-unquote mindsets are actually habits or behaviors and thoughts, um, whether they're conscious or unconscious, by the way, that have a profound impact in every area of our lives. So Dr. Dweck and her colleagues came up with these terms after they became interested in students' attitudes about failure and noticed that some students rebounded while others seemed devastated by even the smallest setbacks. Oh my gosh, this sounds familiar. I like whenever these researchers put people in groups and categories, you know, I I just love it. So the fixed group... Versus the growth group describes this underlying belief that people have about learning and about intelligence. When students believe that they can actually get smarter, they understand that effort makes them stronger. Therefore, they put in the extra time and effort it takes to achieve that goal. So that's the growth mindset. Yeah, which is so cool because one thing I have noticed, and and I've noticed it a lot in these 
like upcoming generations is that they can't cope with a lot of stress or failure. Mm. And I, we, we talk about it all the time, how we see it in our kids. Yeah. So this really spoke to me um, when I was doing research for the podcast. Well, you've heard us mention habits often in these podcast episodes, and we also constantly mention brain science and the power of changing our thoughts regularly. And we know from research that 90% or more of our decisions are made unconsciously. In other words, your brain has already decided for you through beliefs shaped through words that were spoken over you or your own life experiences. I feel like I can go through and find like different movies that address this. Like even that new one, Soul, yes. where I was saying how the words that were spoken yeah. impacted, right, that little character. I want to read a piece of this article that I found on a website called Brain Pickings, where they talk about the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset, according to Dr. Dweck. One of the most basic beliefs we carry about ourselves, Dweck found in her research, has to do with how we view and inhabit what we consider to be our personality. A fixed mindset assumes that our character, intelligence, and creative ability are static givens, which we can't change in any meaningful way. And success is the affirmation of that inherent intelligence. An assessment of how these givens measure up against our equally fixed standard, striving for success and avoiding failure at all costs become a way of maintaining the sense of being smart or skilled. A growth mindset, on the other hand, thrives on challenge and sees failure not as evidence of unintelligence, but as a hardening springboard for growth and for stretching our existing abilities. Out of these two mindsets, which we manifest from a very early age, springs a great deal of our behavior, our relationships with success and failure in both professional and personal contexts, and ultimately our capacity for happiness. Oh, so good. Right? <laughs> that's that's a lot to process. But I think it's so interesting because, man, we live in a culture where it's all about, great job, you're so good at this, or you're so, you know, this comes easily or naturally uh, to you. And it's this is something that we don't see as um, poor feedback, you know, to give to our kids. But really, when you're telling them they're good at something, then they are probably not good at something else. And then their effort is just lost because they don't strive for that growth. They just say they have a limit, you know? Yeah, I've seen this challenge a lot with my kids because they're very musically talented. And and I've seen it with myself. I'm musically talented. Therefore, I didn't, as a, as a youth, try to mm. grow, mm. to try to get better because... I already had natural talent. Mm. It wasn't until I got older that I realized, ooh, I have a lot to learn. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that um, that saying that says, you know, 10% is your ability or skill and 90% is your attitude. Mm. And I think that goes for anything. And I say that a lot in my home because I do feel like that whole that talent or skill can go to waste if you have a fixed mindset of, oh, you know, this is my limit or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's it's unconscious, right? Right. But you kind of like that. I'm good. This is good enough. Yeah. It's getting me the accolades I need. It's getting me, you know, where I want to be now. But you're not looking to the future, and you're not really putting any pressure on yourself to grow or get better. Yeah. Oh. Well, we um, we're kind of looking at some signs of a fixed mindset, or you know, 
behaviors that would indicate that you have a fixed mindset, right? So your intelligence is static. And it says it leads to a desire to look smart. And therefore, there's a tendency to avoid challenges, give up easily, see effort as fruitless or worse, ignore useful negative feedback, and feel threatened by the success of others. Mm. So as a result, they may plateau early and achieve less than their full potential. And all this confirms a deterministic view of the world. Right. So it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? That you're just, that's as good as you're going to get, or that's, that's where you're at. And unfortunately, I feel like that describes a lot of us. I so agree. (laughs) Versus the growth mindset, which is saying intelligence can be developed. And, and I love that there's multiple types of intelligence, right? That you're not just intelligent in one way. Um, but this leads to a desire to learn and then, therefore, a tendency to embrace challenges, persist in the face of setbacks, see effort as a path to mastery, learn from criticism, that's huge, mm-hmm. and find lessons and inspiration in success of others. As a result, they reach even higher levels of achievement. All of this gives them a greater sense of free will. I really think this is really great info because you know what I'm thinking about, grades. Yes. You know, when you are about achieving a certain grade versus uh, challenging yourself, you Mm -hmm. know, so this is like, I think is important as homeschoolers. Do we give grades or like a star system or that, you know, whatever it is that we do, or do we give great feedback and challenge our kids? And I never really thought about it in this light, but I think that when we, I'll, I'll just speak for myself, I was a pretty good student, but I always tell Didi, I just knew how to work the system. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I was uh, learning necessarily. I just knew how to get straight A's and um, in elementary school. And so it's, I wouldn't challenge myself above that because I was um, achieving what the whole goal was, which was to get straight A's. Right, and that was one of the things with the fixed mindset is you want to look smart, but mm-hmm. then you want to avoid anything that's really challenging or really going to show, you know, that yeah. you're not as smart. At least you don't think you're as smart as you should be or want to be, but you can't help it. But you appear smart to the world, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Well, sometimes this kind of information, you know, can make us feel a little guilty as parents because, I mean, I'm feeling a little not guilty challenged. (laughs) Yes. Turn it into a challenge because we can grow. Yes, that's right. And the amazing news is that the brain can change. So research in brain plasticity continues to discover that our negative habits and thoughts can be replaced with ones that can actually help us in life. So let's talk about how we can do this in our homeschool right after the break. Chose to homeschool so you can have the family life you imagine, full of good books, interesting discussions, laughter, and inside jokes. You want a flexible lifestyle that lets you sleep to a reasonable hour, sneak in some me time, and still have energy to get the kids to their clubs, rehearsals, and co ops. Book Shark's four day literature rich curriculum allows for this lifestyle while giving your kids a top notch education so they can accomplish their dreams. 
Use it as scheduled in the 36-week instructor's guide or do your own thing and skip around, enjoying the books and hands-on science activities whenever and however you like. If you are a parent always on the hunt for a rich variety of learning resources for your voracious learner, Bookshark is a curriculum to know about. Head to bookshark.com to browse curriculum, download samples, or request a catalog. Now, let's get back to the show. Hey, welcome back to the show. In this episode, we're talking about how we can encourage a growth mindset in our homeschool. And we're going to share some practical things we can implement today in your homeschool that would allow you to achieve this. But first, let's talk about what we're reading. Well, we're going to talk about this book that we're still reading right now. Yes. This this is the last week. We're going to finish it. And it's called The Last Days of Night by Graham Moore. And it's so good. So good. My son was really like skeptical at first, and actually, we ended up getting the audiobook. But it's been fun. So, it's basically about the electrification of the United States and starting in Manhattan. Well, you got to the part where I don't want to give away the book, but when Paul, the lawyer, visits Alexander Graham Bell. No. Oh, you have it? No. Oh, my goodness. Not yes. yet. But so Thomas Edison is basically filing all these lawsuits because he claims to have invented the light bulb. But there are all these people that were working on the light bulb before. So this uh, attorney, Paul Kravath, who is the protagonist, and, um, and so he's trying to help Westinghouse because he's being sued. So, But it's like 300 and something lawsuits. So it kind of gives you a glimpse into the world of law, into the world of invention, to the business world of the turn of the century. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's pretty cool. It's really good. Yeah. And so it's been fun. It's it's just been great. And the kids have really enjoyed it. He's a screenwriter, Graham Moore. Right. So I think that's why. He just knows how to write things like a movie. The movie, Current Wars, is not based on this book? I don't think so. It, it's it around really the good. same premise. Yeah. And it looks really good. So we'll watch that after. Yeah. We want to know if you're doing a read aloud with your family. So write to us at bookshark.com slash podcast and let us know what you're reading. So let's get into some solutions and practical tips because I'm really motivated to make some intentional decisions about creating a growth mindset in my family. Yeah. I almost feel like I need to take a day and have like a heart to heart with my kids and just take a day to, to, to learn about how the brain works and to explain to them about these two different mindsets and how one is gonna lead them to one thing and the other is gonna lead them to another thing. I really think that just being clear with them, I mean, our kids are older. Um, so I, I think that they would totally understand. Yeah, and I think we need a change in mindset just oh, as much as they do. Absolutely. I think actually we need to change first because the way we speak, the way we talk about ourselves um, is really going to affect the way they see themselves as well. Well, if you can relate to us, know that it's never too late and that our homeschool journey is not about getting it all right all the time. It's about growing and learning and changing and tweaking things along the way. So let's learn together and challenge one another. So here are some examples of a fixed mindset. Bookshark's blog um, gave some examples on what a fixed mindset can look like on the daily, you know, with things that we say without thinking. And so they have three phrases here that they shared. Um, One of them is, it's okay, honey, math is hard. 
I think I have said this to my daughter sometimes when she gets frustrated. Yeah, I never say that. I say, what is wrong with you? Math is easy. Okay, numbers make sense. But you know what? If my kids have a fixed mindset, I'm not helping them by browbeating them about what they should already know. Oh, I know. Well, I have said this next one, and it's, don't worry, I'm not much of a reader either. And I have to admit that I had a hard time reading when I was younger. I had just had such a hard time focusing. Mm -hmm. And I know my daughter has uh, similar, like, challenges. And so I'll understand, you know, but sometimes I could be like, oh, it's okay. You just keep going. Keep going. You can do it, you know. But I don't know. I think... Uh, you want to re- you want to relate to them, so you want to say these things to make them feel better. But I guess it's not really helping them. Well, you don't want to let them off the hook, right? Because so, of that excuse, because we can grow, right? So you can relate to them, but you don't have to, you know, coddle their limits. Yeah. Well, this one I might be guilty of. Don't compare yourself to your sister. Not everyone's an expert in the arts. Yeah, I, I I have four kids, all very talented, but I mean it's hard not to compare. They compare already. Yeah, and it's really hard to not compare or let them feel like you're comparing. Yeah, I've done that too all the time. When because like you said, they compare and then you're like, well, he's just good at science. Okay, don't take, don't worry about it. You're good at history, and then right, and then there goes that. Well, then they get the fixed idea in their mind that, oh, I'm not good at history. That's 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 so-and-so's thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Some of these statements have some truth to it, right? But if we want to change the way we look at challenges and difficulty, then we need to change the way we say things. And we know it's not easy, but here are some good tips that can help. Growth mindset tip number one, practice purposeful effort. We want to show our kids that doing our best is commendable. Therefore, we don't just give up when something gets hard. But the key is we can't just tell them this. We have to model our own behavior and encourage them whenever we see them applying their best effort in any activity. Yeah. You know what I'm thinking about right now? I exercise? (laughs) No. Oh. I should be thinking about that, but no. Um, you know, we got the Nintendo Switch for the kids, mm-hmm. and I'm just not very good at Mario Kart. Like, mm-hmm. I try so hard. Like, I feel like I'm doing all the right things, and I'm at the point now where my kids feel sorry for me. Wow. <laughs> and, and I'm like, but I see myself in me. I'm like, I just, I just suck, man. I'm just bad oh, at this. Bad self-talk. Yeah, and usually I'm not uh, like that. With other things, but because it's like video games, mm-hmm. I'm allowing myself to go there. But then I see my kids going, no, no, mom, no, I really want you to win. And I'm like, oh, my God, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so the negative self-talk is modeling to them. Oh, I just, you know, I'm just not good at this. So yeah. I just, just give up. Because what we do in one area, we translate to other areas. Absolutely. And so I need to kind of... Maybe have a chat with my kids and apologize to them for that. <laughs> and change the way you're talking. That's right. Now I'm going to be like, I'm going to kick you guys' butts. <laughs> Start YouTubing how to master Mario Kart. <laughs> That's hilarious. Growth mindset tip number two, find joy in the process. So a lot of times 
we create without knowing the mindset of doing in order to get things done, right? I'm guilty of this. Or to receive a, hey, great job, you know, or some sort of reward or compliment. But what if our kids learned just out of curiosity or just for the joy of learning? I think this is so important because I'm an achiever. You know, I've always said, I've mentioned before, I'm a three on the Enneagram. So, I do like to do things to receive good jobs or accolades, but I've also learned to just do it for my own pleasure. You know, I do a lot of research just for my own pleasure. And so how can we cultivate that in our kids, right? If we tell them or show them that they can get smarter, there's not a a limit to their intelligence, um, then they'll know that learning is their goal, right? Effort makes them stronger. They'll start knowing how it works. And then they'll spend more time and actually put that effort, which leads to higher achievement. Well, that's one of the reasons I really enjoy reading historical fiction along with our history lessons like they do with Bookshark, because it gives you some excitement about diving deeper into that subject versus just textbooks or, you know, just learning facts and everything, right. you know, and I think I see the spark in the kids when it's, they're engulfed in that era, that time period or whatever. I fully agree with that. And the fact that we bring in art and music to it in our co-op and we have discussions around it. So then it becomes a fun event and a positive experience versus get it done, you know, it's just an assignment, I won't ever use this in my life, next. Yeah, and I think that might be why so many people don't like math, Mm -hmm. because they don't see how it applies to your life, and it really isn't fun, because you have to do those practice problems if you're ever going to get good. (laughs) Right, yeah. Well, we have, I've been telling Dee Dee that I want her to run a real life math camp for our kids in the summer, so maybe we'll do that, something that's fun, but that they can see the correlation of what they're learning and how they're going to use it in real life. I think that's going to bring a lot of like aha moments to them. Yeah, totally. Growth mindset tip number three, encourage reflection. It's always good to take time to evaluate our growth. In fact, like you mentioned before, uh, take a whole day off and really talk about the attitude and the mindsets with the kids and really inspire and encourage them to reflect on their growth. And we're kind of at the middle of the homeschool year right now, so it's a perfect opportunity. And then ask questions like, how have we grown? What have we conquered? What lessons have we learned that we can apply going forward? Yeah, I think doing this constantly, and I think we do a pretty good job at doing that with our kids, is um, really important just for as a life skill. You know, to always write down what you achieved, what you can learn, you know, how you can constantly be growing and improving. Yeah. Oh, and I I really love that uh, you showed me that worksheet where you look at what is something I wanted to learn, I worked hard at it, and then I conquered it. Mm -hmm. You know, really seeing, hey, I've done that in the past. I can apply that same tenacity, that same energy into this challenge. You know, that's really powerful, um, whether it's something with art or an instrument or, you know, even a ma- challenging math concept. Yeah. Well, here's a bonus tip. What about if we hang a poster? I'm totally going to do this, by the way. Hang a poster of like past triumphs, like you were saying, mm-hmm. where they can see it 
right? And they can be reminded of those accomplishments and how that effort paid off. And we can do it as a family. And that way it will remind everyone to celebrate those small victories together and know that we can grow. And that way we can turn challenges into success. I like that. I probably won't do it, but I look forward to singing yours. (laughs) Well, our last growth mindset, tip number four, is see weakness as an area for growth. We all have weaknesses, but they neither define us nor do they dictate our actions. And so we don't want our kids to speak ill of themselves and develop these limiting beliefs like I'm bad at math or I'm just not that smart, which I hear a lot. We want to model that changing our thoughts and stopping that negative self-talk can really help us throughout life. That's really good, Jimena. And I think it's important to continue to grow and to continue to learn new things throughout our life. Yeah. And if we can instill this into our kids, then we know that they're going to learn. And and everything you learn isn't necessarily about your career or about getting ahead at something. Just learning how to bake a cake or, you know, a craft or learning how to repair something. Those are important life skills and that we can continue to be lifelong learners. Well, you know how we were talking about... Um, our book that we're reading, The Last Days of Night. Yeah. I've been taking a lot of examples from that book because it actually shows the process that these scientists have to go through in order to discover things. And it takes failures. Yeah. It takes getting things wrong in order to get things right. I love this post from the confident homeschooler on Instagram. Um, Just phrases, quick phrases that we can swap, you know, in, in our homeschool. So... And we can tell our kids to do the same. So instead of saying, I'm not good at this, you ask, what am I missing? Instead of saying, plan A didn't work, you can say, there's always a plan B. Instead of saying, this is hard, you say, this is going to take some time and effort. Instead of saying, there's something wrong with me, you can say, I need more practice. So like, I want to hang these up and come up with some of our own so that we can start like having practical things right there in front of us um, just to use as tools. Cause that's really important. Cause in the moment when you're stressed and you're feeling that way, you, you're not going to recall this because like we said before, it's unconscious. So I think if we have it in front of us, it's going to remind ourselves to just be careful with what we say. I love that. And we continue to grow not only in our challenges, but also in the way we talk. We really hope that this episode has inspired you. As you homeschool your way, you can cultivate a growth mindset, not only in your children's lives, but in your own life as well. So just remember that every day is a new opportunity to grow. So let's grow together. Thanks for listening, friends. Until next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Homeschool Your Way, a podcast by Bookshark. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening now so you'll be notified of future episodes. And if you have questions you'd like the hosts to answer or have any feedback about the podcast, please visit bookshark.com podcast to leave your comments. Or you can simply email podcast at bookshark.com.